0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature
1: presentation. Tonight we're going to talk about WandaVision. Why? Something I've never thought I would want to watch. Eric, how the hell are you doing?
0: I'm excited to talk about WandaVision. I didn't think I would be. I had really... Zero expectation for this show. I had no interest in it to begin with, and watching the first fifty episodes, it it kind of proved that. But I'm here. We are talking about it. Uh, Disney Plus membership uh, for the first or uh, one of the first uh, kind of television expanses of the Marvel Universe,
1: right? I, I they've already said they're not going to do a second season. Uh, they said that the last episode was the series finale. Yes. And that's what I'm going to – and from the research that I've done, that's what we're going to do with Loki. That's the, that's what they're going to do with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Th- these are just going to be one-off little seasons in between the movies. That's what their plan is. Yes. And this is kicking off Phase 4. Um, I, Dude, I had no interest in seeing this at all. What? what uh, we started watching this in, what, January?
0: Is that when it came out? It seems so long ago. One uh, episode. But, of, yes.
1: Yeah, January 15th.
0: Yes, uh, wow. that's so just- uh, kind of came out in, in the weekly uh, releases too. Or something that is familiar, kind of how we used to grow up, right? Everything was within a week basis, right. and I and I enjoyed that too. It uh, it kind of gives you some excitement towards that day for a little bit, you know, kind of something to do. I so I appreciate
1: them doing that. No, I, I, 100%. I actually I, – I, I like when shows do that. Sure. This, uh, with this show, with WandaVision, the first two episodes were aired on January 15th, and it went for nine episodes. Uh, I think nine episodes is good. Um, we're going to talk about as many episodes as I can remember because I didn't watch this in one big sitting, and I didn't watch it every week. Like I would watch one episode, come back three weeks later, later, watch a couple more episodes, come back, you know, like – That's how I watched this. How did you watch this? Did you watch this every Friday?
0: Yeah. uh, While I was cooking breakfast, usually. I would Mm. uh, start to watch it. I'd uh, make my coffee, start making some breakfast, and I would put on WandaVision. Usually, that was the routine. And, you know, I'd sit down on the couch and uh, finish the episode and continue on with my day. So, that's kind of how I did it I, I enjoyed it uh, I mean that's kind of how I watch TV now I guess it's just that little little block in the morning before I start doing some work but uh, I it, it worked for me I think that's kind of why it shined a little bit although I really was confused the first few episodes like they were trying to go for this theme and I'm sure we'll get into it where it was a right. uh, uh, kind of an homage to the decades television
1: Right, which we'll we'll definitely get into. So, okay, so big question right off the bat then for you. Let's, let's get into some controversy here. Is Wanda herself, question one, a big enough character from not the comic books. We are not going to judge comic books just off of what the MCU has given us. Is she deservant of a show like this by herself? And also the same thing with Vision. Are they both deserving of this? Because I say no, I could give two shits of the relationship in Infinity War. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal for me. You? What do you think?
0: Well, the characters are certainly big in the comic book world. Like, that is um, kind of an understatement, actually. But... uh, uh, are they deserving of their own show? Sure. I'd even watch their own movie to be honest with you. I didn't know. Really? I didn't know, you know, having them pair up isn't that really something I'm too, you know, too concerned about. They do a very good job of telling a love story in this series. So, and that's that's cute. I I, I we've not seen that in Marvel and that was something to to appreciate that there was a, a lot of romance in here, a lot of feeling, you know. Um for for family and and for a loved one, it's uh, was very touching. But at the same part, um, going back to like the superhero things, I mean, yeah, I mean, Scarlet Witch is is a, a pretty major player. But at the same part, like I in in this realm, I don't know what's gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I have no idea what to even expect. They've broken a lot of rules here. She's a mutant, as I'm familiar with. You know that she is a child of of uh, Magneto. And uh, so I, anything that's, that is of written her right now, they could easily just touch and go from any source material. They can take some and they can add more. You know, it's, it's, it's very, you know, uh, um, exciting to kind of to, to see how they develop
1: her, especially during this series. We get to see a pretty big well- evolution. We do, and, th- and one of the things that I'm hoping that never happens in this MCU is that eventually we're going to find out that Magneto is her father, like there's in the comics, and it's like, I give you up for adoption. It's like, no, just please don't do that. I really hope you don't go that route, but we'll see. Well,
0: it, I, I, I we, we will see because the big hype that everyone seems to be really Really, getting this hype train for is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Everyone seems to be just like that's the one that they're saving. That's going to be the billion-dollar movie. If if theaters were still open, you know what I mean, right? And, and like, and Marvel was still doing the regular pump. Uh, that movie is probably easily was going to be is going to be the next billion-dollar movie. It still might do a billion dollars. Who knows? You know, but um, it's going to be a, a big one. I think everyone's going to be expecting a lot of. Uh, cool questions and fun answers to that movie and it's going to involve this it's most certainly going to involve this it's Scarlet Witch. which of course um a lot is revealed about her and so we expect to see her probably do some multiverse shit
1: which you know what i am not a multiverse outside of the mcu i'm not a multiverse fan and including with the MCU, I'm not a multiverse fan because before Endgame I said that Thor, uh Dark World was the worst one, and I say now Endgame is the worst. It, it it's no. Too much. But anyway, one thing I find interesting is that this this this, this is this is set three weeks after Endgame. So it's like you stop Endgame and boom, you put this right in. So this is happening around the same time as Far From Home, then, right?
0: Uh, yeah, presumably,
1: because Far From Home is after Endgame. Am I wrong part in of, that?
0: No, no, and th- and that's really what this universe is doing a good job at is kind of just showing you what everyone is doing so that uh, their paths cross. You know, later on, it makes uh, chronological sense. Do you want to go uh, episode one by one, like we got? Maybe the you know we'll do two two episodes a piece actually if you want so
1: like the first two were, were black and yeah, white we can we can I'd be like okay so first of all this show was confusing for me because it's like I, I I didn't like Wanda or Vision as much as other characters or like a Black Widow you know they're kind of like B players you know so having a whole show about them meant nothing for me but we're movie guys so let's go bud you know. Yeah. Um, but the first episode was clearly, what was this, 1950s, would you say a Dick Van Dyke? Like an I Love Lucy? Like Pro- a probably fairy- all of fairy-
0: that. Probably all of that. Right.
1: Yeah, Honeymooners, right? And I actually kind of dug the concept of the first episode, and I kind of wished the whole season could have gone that route where it was Wanda and Vision and they're hiding their real powers because they're superheroes in the 50s. That right there has a lot of potential for some uh, modern-day political issues that are going on, hiding who you really are kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's I really a fantastic reach, uh, but yes. No, it's not. It's not a fantastic reach. Well, that is well, not a fantastic reach. That's well, you, amazing.
0: I'm sorry. Did you, you said that that uh, uh, them living in the '50s,
1: like no. Okay, okay. So what I'm saying is like, okay, what a great idea for this day and age now, 2021, right? Oh, okay. Uh, it's just, it's just the show is set in the '50s, and you have superheroes who are trying to hide who they really are, trying to hide their powers. No, and I, I, I live. In this 1950s, and you could put superhero with – replace that with anything you can think of. And that's an interesting concept. Um, I just like that first episode. Wasn't the first episode too where they had the chick from uh, that 70s show and the, the boss come in for supper? Was yeah, the first Deborah episode?
0: Jo Rupp, I believe is her name, and uh, get the gentleman's name, the boss. Uh, yeah, they had them. And a very interesting kind of a character-breaking moment or a camera-breaking moment. Up until then, we had uh, kind of just the single shot, you know, and uh, the front camera, you know, on the fourth wall right. there. And right. suddenly, when there was something to kind of be alarming and there was a thrilling moment, the camera got really close and got really, got really serious and dramatic there, just kind of like a character break. This is kind of. What I appreciate about the first two episodes, maybe even the third and the fourth one too, well the fourth one especially. But there are moments in these regularly regularly scheduled programs regularly scheduled programming, you know, kind of traditional television where they break and they're just you know, the the characters are like, holy shit and they they had like this snap out of a moment, they become lucid real quick and you realize that they're under like some sort of mental control. It was right. uh, it was pretty cool how they did that. I mean, just as far as camera work goes, I, you know.
1: No, you're right. You're right. I mean, the first episode I went back and watched the first episode after I finished the season. I was like, OK, what are the what are the tells that I missed kind of thing? And I could see everything right there in the first episode, knowing what I know, you know. Yeah. And And it's like, OK, that's interesting. That's interesting. But I just I love the 50s. It's one of my favorite decades. I love the history about it, so it was really fun, and I could tell that that the that the character, what well, the actors playing WandaVision had 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 fun doing this a lot. And I like the the classic. Oh, honey, the boss is coming over, so we gotta have a good supper. What shenanigans we're we gonna get into? This is a good classic fifties episode, right there.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it really was cute, and um, uh, it was confusing though, in how they did it. Uh, and everyone was curious and talking about what the hell just happened that they watched. And then we get the third episode that's in color now. And they get more of like a uh, 70s vibe, kind of like a Brady Bunch, right. Partridge Family type of vibe here. Still well, we with got the, not many
1: answers either, right? Right, because the, the first episode was in the 50s. The second episode was in the 60s. So the third one was 70s. Okay, that's how that went, Right.
0: Yeah, and some curious shit happened in that one too. That's when uh, the pregnancy happens, right? In the third one.
1: Correct. Right. Yes. And then, well, uh, what is it? Uh, they bring up Ultron in this too. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, the character that we find out as Monica Rambo, um, says great some, name. Says some shit. Some some character breaking. Moment there, you know that uh, as the viewer again we're not exposed to anything until we get these little glimpses like this moment where she brings up Ultron and then Scott, which freaks out, kicks her out of the this little realm that or this little you know illusion that she's created, and we get to see that she's taken a
1: town hostage. Okay, well, okay. So since you brought that up, let's talk about that. And if you don't mind, if it's cool. Let's talk about with what we know. And it's Wanda is heartbroken over what happens with Endgame and everything. And she goes to this small town. I'm skipping stuff because I'm going to save that for the end of the show. But she goes to this town and she creates this dome, kind of like under the dome, Stephen King style. And everybody in the town is under her control. Does she control everything? Yes. Or is it just... Is it, is it completely her idea of, okay, we're going to live in the 50s, and now tomorrow we're going to live in the 60s? Like, this is her doing. This is completely her.
0: Yeah, this is all her. This is all of her influence, all of her imagery. She is keeping everyone under, like, a mind control and just having them kind of go on, like, an autopilot type of thing.
1: So then what happens with her brother, uh, Quicksilver, Right, uh, that was not her that did that then. Correct. That was the big
0: reveal later.
1: That was a re- that I was did.
0: revealed later that uh, it would happen.
1: Yeah, but let okay. uh,
0: after that one, where it was a uh, seventies uh, episode, we get the the very telling fourth episode where we get to learn about more about Monica Rambo. We get a great scene of the character coming back from the snap coming back from the blip mm-hmm. or whatever it's it, mm-hmm. they want to call it then um, but uh, a really cool scene of in the hospital and she's you know coming to terms about what's happening she's a agent of sword and she's kind of back on the job and being updated and this is her first mission since right coming and back. this
1: is this is the second time we've seen sword they were introduced in uh, far from home if i remember
0: yeah, and we'll probably see a little bit more of them. They were a end credit reveal,
1: I believe. Right. We get also introduced to my girl Cat Dennings. Oh God, I have a love affair with Cat Dennings. Well, all right then, I'm not going to fight you for that. I'm just saying she's I, that that Cat Dennings, man.
0: No, That's no, I, I mean
1: you. Yeah, yep. But then also Jimmy Woo. Love yep. him. He's I, I will I will always love Jimmy Woo. Because of what he did for the interview. He played Kim Jong-un. So love it. <laughs> I just absolutely love it. And now we get introduced to all this stuff. So I said that I love um you know. Oh, I can't talk. <laughs> um I actually sure, you love okay? you No, know, I'm fine. Cat Dennings. I, I want to call her something else. But anyway, I said that I love Kat Dennings. My name
0: was uh, Darcy Lewis in this one. I have everything pulled right. up here. so
1: Right. That's what I was saying is that – because that's what I am trying to get back to. It's like, I said I love Kat Dennings, but she plays Darcy Lewis. Why are, Why is Darcy Lewis in this? She's been around since Thor 1, in and out. And it's it, it's like – is she that much of a D-list character? I mean, why give her this? Also, Jimmy Woo. I mean, like, why give them this, this major – televised event like do you think they should be in this at all that's pretty much i'm trying to ask
0: they're including the normies along with the supers that makes sense you know i mean because there are because there are many regular characters and regular people in the marvel universe there's a bunch of them you know there's uh, you know hundreds so you know why not include them with the two
1: well, it's just because they're they're going on to a new phase. This is phase four, you know, the past three phases. It all ended with the end game. New new breed here, new blood. Like why why bring back Darcy? Why be why bring back Johnny Woo? Why not? But well uh, that's the thing is that I'm not Jimmy complaining. Woo. Jimmy Woo, sorry. Uh I'm not complaining really. I'm just asking the question why? Because this is like a new, fresh take of whatever for a, new, well, know, for a new face. There are a lot of familiar faces.
0: And when you have a familiar face that pops up onto screen that was maybe referenced from a movie that was like five movies ago, you know, and the memory comes back, It's a, that callback triggers something. And you go, oh, it's that guy, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, it's the guy from Ant-Man. You know, in here, and uh, he was cute in that one. He's going to be the same character in this one, and It just kind of makes the, again, the world more immersive because you have characters that reoccur, even if they have superpowers or not. And it um, it has people again interacting, kind of uh, very much with with the movie, right? Also, at the right. same part too. It spreads out the star power. Um, a lot of people are signing contracts, you know, and they if they can make it work, you know, so you, you can flex more more characters you know there's there's more people on the bench you know what i mean jordan Then you Ooh, can yeah. kind of use and swap out and, and, and use them because if they didn't if jimmy woo didn't sign on to this one then maybe they could have used you know another agent of shield you know that that was on here you know they could have used, um uh what's her name robin from how you met your mother
1: oh yeah which she's not even in this because i was looking it up too while you were talking about this this is the first time we've seen darcy since thor 2 Okay, and it's like that's a long, long time ago. So I'm just like, ah, why do it? But anyway, um, so also, which episode is when we actually get Quicksilver? Was, Kobe four, S- was Smothers?
0: That- Smolders. Uh, yeah, whatever. What? I was doing the name of the, the the woman who was the Shield agent. I try to remember her name. She was the, She was in How oh, I Met Your Mother. Oh, yes, it yes, came yes. to me oh.
1: late. Thank you. How met your mother? Yes. Um so so when does Quicksilver arrive? Is that four? No, I'm sorry, that's five. When it's in the eighties.
0: Yeah, he gets to be a reveal at the at the eighties. We get this cool little by the way, this is where the intros get really fun, right? Because we got like a growing pains yes. or a family ties episode or kind of a
1: Yes Intro. I really love that one. When they're in the 80s, or early 90s setting, I loved the outfit uh, that that uh, that Elizabeth Olsen was wearing with her hair teased. You know, as an actress, like, if I was her going over all these decades, every episode, I think I would have a great time. I know my wife would have probably had a great time doing that. You know, yeah. like, okay, this week you're in the 50s. This week you're in the 80s. You know, like, like the different styles. And uh, Elizabeth Olsen, I'm becoming a fan. She a did a really good deer. job. Uh, same yeah. with uh,
0: um, also Catherine Katherine Hahn I mean she really shines in this one too We get to, again a little bit more more fractures in the reality with this episode too. It starts out earlier when Agatha, our new our new favorite character right uh, played by Katherine right. Hahn comes in and uh, the babies are born, the twins are born and Agatha um, asked to maybe you know do or was asked to do something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Scarlet Witch asked. She said, oh, yeah, you can go ahead and hold, pick him up or hold him. And she was just like, what? Are you serious? Like, knowing it was a mistake for her to say that. So she's like, do you want to do that again? Kind of we had this, this fourth wall break. Again. Yes, I noticed that. More curious enough. And, you know, it's
1: it adds to a lot of the suspense of the show. They did a good okay, job. so. Well, okay, before we get into the big, big reveals, because we're getting close to it, I want to talk about some issues that I do have about some episodes that we have not uh, chimed on really about. is the, One of the episodes where the beekeeper thing comes out from the sewer. Again, these right? are
0: all little little sword kind of things because we get to see that icon um, from the beekeeper. We get to see it from the helicopter that she finds in the bush. We get to see it on Monica Rambo's.
1: Necklace. Which is a problem. Which is a problem. Okay. It's mostly the beekeeper's a problem for me because it's a guy outside of the dome. You Okay. So for people who have not seen the show, and if you're listening to this episode at this point in this conversation, why are you listening if you haven't seen it yet? Spoiling the hell out of it. But Wanda has created – she's taken over this town. She has mind-controlled everybody, created this dome. Outside the dome, you have Sword trying to figure out what's going on with the dome, figure out all these little things. And there's two big issues that I have. Issue number 1 is this beekeeper thing. The beekeeper outside the dome is like your hazmat suit guy that's going underneath the dome into the sewer to so try to figure out what's going on. He comes out as a beekeeper that never comes back. So what happens to him? He just he 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 crawls out of the manhole in the, in the street. He turns. He's a beekeeper, and then that's it. Like, what happens to that dude?
0: I assume that he would be assimilated, just like everything else, or just removed. Like, that's just kind of what happened to everyone else. Where did he go?
1: Else. Where did he go? Did he get out of the dome? Was he a part of it? He probably uh, went I mean, to, like- to his to beehive, man. Like. You, but, because it made no sense to me with what we know and how it continues to progress. It's just like, okay, well, why make this big reveal at the end of a beekeeper? Well, it was. It, we get
0: to later see that it was, again, someone from the outside trying to crawl in. And we know also through uh, some dialogue here that uh, the force field, the dome that uh, Wanda has created, um, will change everyone's molecular structure compound organ bladder thing and you could come out something completely else. And so in this guy right. in uh just like the helicopter that they threw in that we had, uh, originally was a surveillance drone uh, went through the forest field it came out as a toy helicopter and just like a few other things that they had done as well. Um and then even when later on when Iowa gets pissed off and uh rages and makes the dome bigger and consumes the the base camp the sword base camp that's at the edge and everything turns to a carnival to circus shit you All know right, so it, it's just kind of a random random thing you know she's she's just in her rage and um that guy that went in um i'm sure he was just crawling through and then we turn into a beekeeper um he just started to become a beekeeper man he just you know, all right. if if, just, if that it helps you sleep reveal. at night
1: tonight, Jordan, I, I hope it does. <laughs> Look, it, was, it was just such a big reveal <laughs> for that ending of that episode. It's just something more. And another thing I don't understand, and if the show explains it and I missed it, please explain it to me. But we find out in episode four with Darcy and with Jimmy Woo uh, that they discover that there's this phenomenal. Well, I'm sorry, this phenomenon, this uh, phenomenon broadcast signal called WandaVision from the Dome. So that's confusing to me, too. So it's like, so Wanda takes over this town, mind controls everybody in the Dome, but she's broadcasting the show? That doesn't make sense to me.
0: Well, I I think that they're just saying You see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, if you were were listening to your girl Darcy's words instead of looking at her and looking at her curves there jordan Then maybe you would have heard her say that the dome is giving off an energy a frequency that we right. can see and then she looked at and she says hey this frequency kind of looks like television radio waves television right.
1: waves or whatever the hell which and i she, get that but that's not the problem that i have the problem that i have is why would since this whole thing is created by wanda Why would she even create that to begin
0: with? Well, we get that answer in episode nine, Jordan. Do we? Yes, we do. I
1: don't understand how you were... She gets that... We get in episode nine that she creates the dome and has a broadcast signal so people can see what's going on? Okay, so... That's what I'm getting at. Yes. Yes. The answer is yes to all of that, Jordan. Okay, we'll talk about that when we get to that episode then because evidently I didn't understand that. Let's get into my... One of my favorites and least favorite episodes, episode six, uh, all new Halloween spectacular. I loved the opening of this. Just was so Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it, uh, but it loses me very, very quickly. Uh, I got bored with this episode heavily. Uh, very bored. I got nothing else to say about it. It was just boring to me. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't boring for you because I'm assuming you just love this one.
0: No, it was just kind of like a filler episode. It really didn't uh, add a whole lot uh, to it. It had some building, um, you know, to it. But overall, I think it was more for for like uh, uh, twists and Easter eggs a um, lot of this one,
1: uh, and maybe just kind of revealing that the boys had had powers too, right? Right, which uh, I, I know I said it earlier. That I don't want to compare this to comics, but just curious. In the comics, does Scarlet Witch have two twin boys? Do they have powers, or is this all just bullshit? She
0: has has two twin boys with Mephisto, the devil of Marvel. Okay, that's they, okay. they are the Hellspawn children of Mephisto. He is he is the devil. He is he is the devil. Is a okay. devil. Same as manifesto, he lives in hell.
1: Fair enough. Uh, breaking the fourth wall. We're getting close to the end with this one. Uh, kind of set in the in the mid two thousands kind of stuff, and this is where Agatha um, starts to say, "Hey, you know, I'll take the boys, you know, so so Wanda can have a day." This is I remember this uh, off air. You and I talked, and I was watching. I think the sixth episode or the seventh episode, and I told you I think Agatha is something serious, and you didn't say anything to me, but I was like, eh, Agatha's kind of, kind of a thing, and Agatha. we find out that it's true. Agatha is a thing. She has been like fucking with Wanda this whole time. So here's my question to you then, because uh, does the show tell us or not? Did Agatha live in this town? We'll get into her backstory soon. Did she live into this town before Wanda took it over? Yeah. Or did she? Did she know what was happening, so she decided to go into the the dome? I, I we are. I'm assuming that she was in the
0: town before, and I'm assuming this. Um, it's just kind of funny that it's just like, oh hey, you know, Scarlet Witch, uh, you know, or I'm sorry, Wanda rolls up into a town and just happens to find a town with a witch in it. You yeah, know? that's
1: what I'm asking. You know, because it because it portrays that she. We find out in the next episode. It's, it's a very
0: Marvel way to introduce a baddie, but yeah, it, that's that's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, they met yeah, because because in the eighth episode we go we go time jump. We go back to the Salem witch trials, you know, and like her mom, Agatha's a witch, and her mom and all the other women in the. Uh, I'm making a joke. In the coven, coven, I know. But did you get the anyway? Did you get I, the joke? No, I did not. Oh, okay. You never seen an American movie? Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> uh, we'll talk about that off air. So anyway, uh, so the Covenant of Witches and everything, we found out that Agatha's power is that she can take other people's strength. Power. She can absorb other powers. powers.
0: Yeah, she's it's a, she has a fun little backstory. We find that she's been kind of messing with uh, my, or Wanda this entire time, and we got a little glimpses of it too. And it was always a very uh eyebrow raising character like hmm,
1: eh, we'll keep an eye on this character well uh, i only know her from being in bad moms so i was like well she's here for a reason i mean like she was in bad moms that was a fun movie she's here for a reason that's why i always kind of watched her um but i loved this episode uh this episode was really fun for me uh it was a chance to get more into uh, Wanda's life, because this is also like when they like go to to like Agnatha's like basement. I didn't know you could have a creepier basement than Buffalo Bill, but they did it in this one. Yeah, it's and... pretty
0: ancient basement. But, but we're, don't forget about Vision, by the way, too. This entire time, he's kind of coming to terms with his reality and figuring out that uh he's like, holy shit, am I dead? Did did my wife, the person who I loved, did did she bring me back to to life? Am I just you know? He's trying to come to grips too, and. He has a lot, of, a lot of fun little moments uh, because it, he, you know, has broken people out of their conscious before, you know, and they were, you know, freaked out like, holy shit, help me, help
1: me. And that, those are some real ass moments, right? Right. Because I was curious, like, okay, so is this actual vision before he got killed in the Infinity War? Or is this just something else? Because I know we get that mid credit no, scene. No,
0: he's a part of the retcon, Jordan, that we're going to talk about.
1: Oh... That's going to happen, isn't it?
0: Yes, it's unfortunate, but we have some retcon in this. I think it's explained in 8 and 9. And I guess we're going to get yeah. to it, especially because you needed some answers for it, too. We get this exposure because Agatha takes Wanda through her past because mm. it's therapeutic and she needs to come to it and she needs to know how she got her power because she is just, this is Agatha, consumed with, well, wanting to get this power she's like never seen this type of power before she wants to know where she learned it how she got it and so she's going through her past to see what influenced it and we get to see glimpses we get to see one the influence for this whole thing to start with when wanda was living with her family in whatever the hell town that they were in and chechnya or i don't know
1: it's is that... I mean, like, it's 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 Czechoslovakia. That's what I thought, right? Or or is that or did they say something else to make it up for the movie for the show? Anyway, it it either way, they're they're you know in their village and it's under war right. and it's
0: being bombed and they're trying to have like this lovely family moment, even though that there's a horrible war going on outside. The father has been doing a pretty good job of kind of doing uh, tape smugglings and selling them. To, to wherever of American TV shows. And they range from Dick Van Dyke to Bewitched all the way up to, well, modern day stuff. And so we got to see kind of a lot of a collection of their, what they would watch. And so that's where the influence came from. In as they're watching TV one night, a very loving moment, suddenly a big boom happens, blows up the apartment, kills the parents immediately. And we find a missile, a dud missile, uh, or no, a missile that was about to go off, right? Crash into the living room after the explosion. It says Stark Industries on it. Nice, uh, nice ah. little, little Easter egg there. But anyway, she's underneath the TV, and she's going through this traumatic experience, horrible experience, and it unlocks apparently a power.
1: Okay, so we'll, we'll talk about that. First of all, I don't think the bomb was supposed to go off. I think the bomb, because it said that in the other movies too, that it was a dud. Because I remember that in, in Age of Ultron. But the one thing that they're changing, Eric, is correct me if I'm wrong. is Didn't they say that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were experimented on and that's how they have their powers?
0: Yeah, well, they showed in this one them in their little experimenting booths, their little parts and uh,
1: them being exposed to the Tesseract. Yeah. Right, which is because, because, because this never, because they never imply that Quicksilver was always had his powers, but they imply that Wanda always had her. She was always a witch.
0: Correct. They imply that she was always a witch, and that the exposure to the, to the stone uh, merely uh, unlocked or unleashed more of that power that right. she once had. It was kind of like a, a mix, you know, that her powers got a bigger. Juice because of it too And also on top of it It looks like the Mind Stone took a liking to her And latched itself Onto a part of her being
1: Which I believe Vision has the Mind Stone, right? Which is why we see Vision
0: in this To begin with Because the Mind Stone that lives within her Reflects Vision In her That's really stupid
1: That's stupid Oh whatever man, it's a love story you would think it's stupid too? I know when you're being. Dude, hold cats.
0: a hand and go walk through a park. It's a love story.
1: Uh, you, it's, it's not good. That's bull crap, and you know it. Buy, get a I'm teddy bear, your... some roses, and some chocolates, Jordan. It's a love oh story. Who cares? Lord. This isn't Valentine's. We did that a month ago. No, it's it's not good. I like that. this part is is stupid. I mean, like, because they said in Age of Ultron they were experimented on. I mean, to say that she was always a witch. What does that mean in the world of witches now? I'm curious, does that mean that you only are a witch if you are born of a witch? And if that's the case, you know, so that means she was adopted, so that means who did Magneto screw to create those two? It's like, no, it's just, no, no. I get cross eyed.
0: It was, it was a lot. I, I will say that for sure. It's a lot of retcon on top of that, too. And then when you feed me the piece of, because when Quicksilver is introduced, it's not the, uh, Jonathan Taylor or whatever his name is, um, uh, guy. It's it's It's, Evan Peterson. It's Evan Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, Evan Peters. Um, Instead, and uh, he's X-Men Quicksilver. So it was a nice little recast, I guess, as Darcy had said in the the series. It was um, exciting because I thought that we were going to get more mutants that were going to come into play here too. But instead we find out that uh, his character Evan Peters was just some local living in the house. Um, And, uh, oh, wait a
1: minute. Oh, did you figure out something?
0: Well, where was you he living?
1: Some...
0: Because you figured he... out
1: something, didn't you?
0: Well, wh- I'm trying to think where. No, uh, okay. no, no, no. Monica Rambo went to the house, not not Scarlet, not not Wanda. Right. No, no. Yeah, so no, Agatha was... definitely stayed in the in the neighborhood because it was Monica Rambo that went to Evan Peters's uh to Quicksilver's house and then took the charm off of his neck Drew and snapped him out of it that he was not in Quicksilver he was just an Agatha dummy
1: here's the thing though is that he is Quicksilver this is what I feel the reason why he's in this I think and I feel that Marvel is saying hey the Quicksilver from Ultron we don't like him you know we're not going to deal with kick ass anymore you know we're going to push him aside since we now have the rights to X-Men we're gonna bring bring in Evan, Evan Evan Peters. I mean, I mean that's what we're gonna do. That's the whole reason why he's here, uh, is just to introduce that they have X Men now. That's what I truly and honestly believe. Yeah, Another sure. thing that I, but but one thing that I can't believe, and I guess because I am a fan of comics and I know her by her real name, but the end of the eighth episode, right? Agatha says, "Oh my." You're the Scarlet Witch. And I look at my wife and I go, well, I mean, yeah. So then I do extensive MCU research going up for our review. And I find out that they have never once called Wanda the Scarlet Witch in any of the MCU universes. This is a big deal for me because I was like, what? She was, oh, it's like, you're Spider-Man. Well, yeah, his name's Peter Parker. Right or am I wrong on this one? Like that like this is supposed to be a big reveal? Yeah, this
0: was is it, supposed to just kind of um, again, make her the next level. She got she has now a costume, she's looking real badass. We've revealed that she is using chaos magic, which is next level. It's just something that probably Doctor Strange is gonna have to worry about that the Avengers are probably gonna have to worry about as well too. This chick is strong. Like she always but- has been, but they've always downplayed her as something else, and again, I, I never said anything because I don't know what the hell their plans are with her because she's a mutant in my world. But um, they brought her in for all this. And the way that they're toying with the Quicksilvers, I, again, I I don't know what they're going to do. So until they do it, I can't really say a whole lot to it. I do like Evan Peters's Quicksilver more than the other guys.
1: Yes, I do, too. Uh, agree with you on that one. So this this whole like reveal of she's the Scarlet Witch, that did not annoy you like it did me? I was like, yeah, of course. I mean,
0: they did it or, kind of in a cheesy way, but no, I mean, it didn't bother me at all. It's like we, we've, we're, we're there now, you know, like that's, that's okay. it's just kind of, it gives me direction, Jordan. How about that? Is that for the okay. questions that I have for the character, because I, again, don't know what the hell they were going to do. now they actually have given some, some direction here. You know, they've given her more of a robust arc now, uh, they've, Give her a lot of purpose, a lot of uh, maturity, a lot of growth, a lot of evolution. And now she's this evolved character. She's a very strong uh, Avenger now. If if she's even going to stay in she's a very st- strong character now uh, in the universe.
1: Right. Okay. All right. So we get to the last episode, the series finale. Um, don't like this episode a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I liked the back story and, you know, what happens with Endgame and her going to the town and creating it. That was cool. But everything else in between I thought was – it was starting to weigh thin. It was like I cannot deal with another episode. Uh, the ridiculous fights didn't do anything for me. Uh, I actually was quite bored on this one. Uh, I don't know about you, but I was you're, bored. You're a hard one. guy to please, George. Well, I was just bored. I mean, like, because what I liked is the backstory. Why did she do this? This is what they told us, and I'm interested. I'm like, okay, why did she create this dome? What's going on? Clearly, she's heartbroken about what happened to Vision with Endgame. Clearly. Okay, great. Like, this is interesting. I'm into it. But then, like, just the fights between White Vision and Original Vision, I guess? I don't know what you want to call it. like was not exciting to me at all. Was it exciting for you? Because it wasn't for me.
0: We just got closure. Like, that's just it again. We got some closure, and I got some direction. I got to see her with some cool-looking hair and her nice little outfit that was very updated and modern. I, that's what I got, man. I got some direction. They got me, again... Hyped for more Doctor Strange because at the end of all this, at the end credits scene, the second end credits scene, the after-after credits scene, we get Mm -hmm. to see a close-up of her living in her little uh, safe house. And an image of her, at least that's what it looks like, to be out front drinking some tea or about to get some tea. And then as the camera goes back into the house, into the room, uh, we see the, the Scarlet Witch... Levitating and studying from the Book of the Damned, or whatever the hell you want to call it, that Agatha had was talking about and her basically studying in multiple ways. And then you got to hear—I'm um, assuming the the voices of her kids going, right. you know, uh, the twins going, "Help! Help!" or something like that. And then the Doctor Strange theme. So, I a guess of, a lot happened here. We, I mean, think, and maybe that she. It's probably going to go in the somewhere in the multiverse and do some shit. And um, again, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen. You hear it
1: here first, you Eric, and the fans who are listening hear this first. Multiverse Doctor Strange is not going to be good. Doctor Strange, the first movie wasn't that good, and they're doing this. Do you multi- say so? It's it's true. And 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 they're doing this multiverse thing because they don't know where to go. Cap is gone. Iron Man has gone. What are we going to do? Let's get Sam Raimi in here and let's do this rated R multiverse. Uh, I I, I don't like this stuff. I am going to be a very hard sell on these movies because it's just somebody with a pencil and an eraser changing shit for no rhyme or reason. Punny and rhyme and reason, man. There, there are it's, so it's, many
0: different. You have, you have also the, the the Hell's Kitchen crew too, you know. Just
1: stop, though. Just stop. They play a big like, part. This, this, you this have ended. the
0: Fantastic Four still that needs to get in here. We have a confirmed uh, uh, Blade movie coming out too. He's going to be involved in this universe somehow yeah, too.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. We're gonna have Deadpool. I, it, I, I don't want it. You know, like like people are excited for Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm not. I don't want to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Jamie Foxx and Doc Ock. I just, that stuff was in the past, and you keep on doing this, and it's annoying, and it's frustrating, and it's just like I can tell from my voice when we record this, buddy. Like I'm just getting annoyed by it because it's like, oh, let's bring Jamie Foxx back as Electro. Why? Why? I
0: I because mean, you you sound artist? you you sound exactly like a person who just found out that Heath Ledger is going to play the the Joker.
1: And I was wrong. I will admit to you that I was one of those people. Okay, what? but oh, but but thankfully you're not going to be wrong about this one then, right, Jordan? I don't think so. I don't think so because it, it, we I'm ready for had you a... to eat your words, you son of a bitch, because you sound like we such a negative this... Nancy right now.
0: And I'm telling you right now that. Uh, not all the movies are probably going to be top notch. I can admit that. But again, I also have not seen all these uh, movies that they're going to be coming out with too. They're going to have to do Rat Conduit. I mean, like Hugh Jackman can't play uh, Logan forever either too. You know, they, they eventually were going to have to do Christopher Reeves. Can't play Superman anymore either, dude. Like, well, they recast Superman and they do other movies. I just, Brandon I Ralph kid didn't, wasn't recast super or was recasted as Superman. I mean, like, you know, it, it, it it happens, you know, um, but the I'm character is still too. there. Uh, I hate to break it to you as well, too, but James Bond has been played by many different actors as well.
1: <laughs> it's one of my favorite franchises. But I just, how about this? How about that? I feel that with movie franchises, there's been hundreds of thousands of movie franchises throughout our life. And I would say that Marvel, you know, the first three phases Told a pretty pretty decent story. There were some hiccups. There were some continuity errors. That's going to happen. But it, it definitely had a beginning, middle, and an end. And I appreciated from Iron Man 1 all the way to Endgame what they were building to. I'm nervous of what they're going to do now. And it's like you're going to have a Spider-Man movie. About the multiverse, but you already had that with Miles two years prior. So why are you doing this? It's just it's just we have all these rights to all these characters, so we're going to shoonhorn them in here and do this and do that. And Again, that's something I'm looking forward to. That, that universe was with Miles Morales as Spider-Man. I know, but they already gave it to us, and that's the frustrating part. You know how they... You know how they ended the, the Spider Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire, and not even five years later, we get a reboot universe with Andrew Garfield? It's like, why? Well, uh, that that's just
0: how movies work. That's just what Hollywood did. They bastardized the fuck out of it, you know, and just chopped it all up. And and that's uh, not annoying to you. I, of course it is. I mean, I would like some. Hey, there's also three different Hulks, you know? Like, I, I would like some different. And, and I'll tell you right now that. Mark Ruffalo is by far not my favorite Bruce Banner, like he he might be the last actually. Really, he yeah he's, he's worse than Edward Norton. I I just uh, maybe it was how they wrote him, but uh, I mean we're going to you know get into more Marvel talk rather than WandaVision here because we should right, be talking right, about right. Paul Bettany's performance in in WandaVision here and his famous quote. Why you
1: liked it? Well, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's talk about that before we end out the before show. Before I
0: rant about. Uh, Mark Ruffalo here.
1: You actually think Paul Bettany was
0: was, was good? I think he's he's great. And, I, I mean, it's hard to, to do research to play this type of sentient robot here, right? I mean, he does a pretty good job of what Vision is, is contemplating what life is and what he's going through, right? I like that. And then uh, I thought it was kind of funny that uh, he defeated the um, replica of Vision. There's Vision, and then there's the Vision. That he defeated uh, the Vision uh, with <laughs> with uh, an enigma with with logic. Yeah, we're talking We'll like, you this
1: Vision. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. No, I mean Vision was good. You're
0: if not you're, gonna. You're not gonna.
1: You're, yeah, you're not gonna if your talk, protocol is to
0: destroy Vision and your Vision,
1: whoa, whammy. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. All right, come on, Eric. Let's let's go in for a popper, buddy. I'll go first here. Um, you know, am just I say gonna break it? it? Just, just say I it. Am I gonna break it? Am just I say gonna it. Break it. I, I'm trying to figure out because I've went back, I've looked at our year so far, and I'm not giving a large bag to anything yet. Um, I don't know if I just, I just don't think that this deserves a large bag. That's fine. But it's, but it's there. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. It was, it was kooky, it was fun, it was interesting, it was charming. There was a lot of good things and positive things about WandaVision that I really enjoyed. Like there was a few episodes where after it ended, I binge-watched and went to the next one. So there were some moments that are really good. Um, if Marvel's going to go down this route, I'm okay with that. Movie, nine-episode spinoff, whatever, movie, that's fine. Totally fine. Um I Liked a really like Elizabeth Olsen in this finally she broke the shell and she came into her own and she was very good in this And I would never dog her at all. I, I thought she was really good vision. I thought was good, too um, I thought it was just two episodes too many um, Okay, and but other than that it's good I think if you're a fan of the franchise, fan of Marvel, it's something for you to check out, at least check out. So medium bag, going on the verge of a large bag. It was fun. I'm never probably going to go back to it, but it was decent. So Eric, what is your popcorn rating then for WandaVision?
0: I get this a medium bag too. I'll put some extra butter on it too, just to, to kind of uh, say that it, well, to agree with you, Jordan, it was entertaining. I, Well, it it changed my expectation because I, again, was not uh, expecting much. I didn't think uh, much of it. I was, there was no interest. And uh, as I continued watching, I found myself to, uh, well, be more on the edge of my seat. Like it, they really did a good job of kind of drawing you in. And I think it's because of Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. I think the way that they had their chemistry on camera, I started to really feel for the characters. They did a very good job. Um, and it just all of the secrets and, and little Easter eggs that they have in there, too. The typical Marvel thing. Uh, right. Randall, Randall Parker was fantastic as Jimmy Woo. And um, Kat Dennings uh, only annoyed me slightly.
1: So, no, she did. She did not annoy you. Don't ever talk like that. Uh-huh. Kat Dennings did not. No. But uh, we... And then uh, the uh, person who played Monica
0: Rambo, I thought was uh, was pretty awesome, too. I got a little crush yeah, on her. Yeah, she was fun. Yeah, and she was good. Yeah, she's great. And... Um, I hope we get to see more uh, of her. I'm sure we will because uh, they she got she is our new hero. She is our new um, person in, hero, in, in the in the right? Marvel universe. She is our new our new super. Uh, right. So she might be part of the new Avengers. I'd imagine so that she's going to be kind of in that group. We're building towards you know what I mean, like a, a phase you know what I mean, saga two. Is, is what we're moving on to. We had the Infinity War saga. We're moving on to something else. I think it's going to be the Kang the Conqueror or Kang the Destroyer, or whatever his name is. Kang is yeah the Conqueror, the guy who does who takes over different realities. So I think that's is coming next, uh, and that's going to be fun too. I think it's going to be something to hold on to, man. I think if, you know once you hear the story, will be will be maybe on board. At least I hope so. But no, um, actually yeah.
1: yeah I agree with you.
0: Again, um, I I think this was good that it was just a one season thing that it was just like a mini series like we're just here to just kind of continue and, and move this along uh, I like what his idea Kevin Feige's whole a direction is until something fucks up but um, I don't know at the same part like as much as I enjoyed this I'm not telling anybody that you're, you're not missing anything by not watching it
1: I would agree with you on that one like because some people at my day job we're like, hey, have you seen WandaVision? Can you review a movie? Yeah, I know we're reviewing it you know, tonight kind of thing. And there's, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of the Marvel movies, you would like it. But it's nothing. I mean, you yeah, could miss it. You yeah. could miss it. You
0: really could miss it. And just listen to this podcast instead. And, yeah. and it, you'll you'll get the same probably a, a, effect, you know. Um, right, right. But if you just want maybe something to watch and, uh, you know. Have a little bit of fun, then get, then go ahead and do it. But uh, again, if, if for the part of the Marvelverse thing, you're it's not like a must
1: view. No, it's not. It's, it's definitely not a must. But this is more of a must than Agents of Shield and Agent Carter. I would say that because those shows have not. Done it's kind well. of in that
0: same par, you know, where where like it's relevant to the universe, but there are not going to be any like uh, big jaw droppers, right? You know, to
1: to go into it. No, you're, you're right. You're right. Well, you know, we've gone on long enough about WandaVision. Uh, we both knew this was going to be a longer one than what we traditionally bring you guys who are listening. Uh, but this was this was a fun one. We knew we were going to go deep with it, and I'm glad we did because I, I came in this as a skeptic. And Eric, like always, changes me a little bit and gets me excited. when I don't want to be excited. So we'll see what happens with the next— uh, See you in Falcon the next- and the Winter Soldier— Jordan, is, is 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 that next? Because it's supposed to be uh, is okay. Okay, so Falcon Winter Soldier is next, and then it's going to be, what
0: Black Loki. Widow
1: Loki. No, I know, but show But i am talking about it like in this, and we, we don't know because we we got no way home. Oh yes, yeah, so it's too. it's
0: going to be yeah Winter Soldier Black Widow movie, then Loki. If you're going completely chronological, then yeah,
1: is that how they're going to do it? I'm okay. pretty sure. Yes. Which I don't I don't know why they're going to do Black Widow for Phase Four, uh, but. It's a prequel. No reason, but okay. She's dead. It's a prequel. But not for Phase 4. Okay. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check us out on all the social media platforms. And if you like listening to us here on Podbean, make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com or any other place where you get your podcast needs. Always check out Movie Guys Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.